Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk Podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, spirit talkers. (laughs) That's so cute. Spirit talkers. Love that. Actually, that's the name of a show on TV with a man called Sean Leonard. He's amazing. There's a network in, in Canada called APTN, that's Aboriginal People's Television Network. Sean Leonard is an Indigenous man who discovered his mediumship and ran with it. And his show Spirit Talker is really cool. It's it's a cool show where he does mediumship demonstrations and also learns about his heritage, which is Mi'kmaq, I think, in Eastern Canada. And Sean is one of those incredibly gifted mediums who's, he gets the most accurate information and he he uses his abilities to bring healing to people. I would hope that most mediums do that, but it is admirable nonetheless, but he gets names like you wouldn't believe. I've seen many mediums and I've seen many mediums get names myself. I've got names, but nobody like he does. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody get names like he does. I'd love to talk to Mr. Leonard one day. Maybe I will, who knows. If it sparks your interest, check out his show online. It's aptntv.ca. That's the site I watch it on anyway, because I don't have the network on my TV. By the way, I chose the name Spirit Talk because it was already my Instagram handle for this podcast. It just worked because this is where we talk about all things spirit. In no way was I uh, parlaying off of what Sean Leonard's show is, Spirit Talker. But check it out if you're interested. Anyway, nothing like starting off the show with a completely random aside, but there you go. I did that. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm Brandy. This is where we talk all things spirit, spiritual, and the like. (laughs) Today I'm going to talk about Reiki and energy work and about our human energy fields in general. And let me get right into my comfort zone here and give you a little story. I was called to Reiki in a huge way. It was one of those things I ignored for a long time until I finally hopped onto the Reiki path. I was exposed to Reiki when I was really quite young, actually. My mom is a person who has many, many, many friends. And, you know, like it is for most of us, if not all, some friends are for life and some come in for a shorter time. And these two women were the latter. I don't know how she knew them. It wasn't for very long. Looking back, I realized that she probably met them for a reason. I don't even remember their names. I have no idea how she met them or anything like that. But these ladies were married to each other, not by law, as gay marriage was not legal at the time. Sigh. They were also clowns. (laughs) They performed at a birthday party I had way back in the early 90s. And not only were they clowns, but they were clowns who did Reiki. (laughs) 
saying this out loud right now is a blast. You know those little stories that you have in your in your past and you don't pay much mind to them and you say them out loud, you hear it in a totally different way. I'm having that right now. Anyway, these ladies uh, were over at our house one day doing Reiki, not in their clown costumes, <laughs> two separate things. But I remember being so captivated. I felt like I was witnessing magic. I was into it. I feel like I was maybe six. Yeah, it was probably like about 1990. I don't really remember the exact details. And I don't think I ever really saw them again after the day that they did Reiki at our house. But they planted a seed within me. On a soul level, I knew that Reiki was a special thing. And, you know, my mom making those brief friendships with those women, that was most likely in my own soul contract. It was meant to happen. Those seeds were meant to be planted. And years and years past, I had always had a love of metaphysical topics, things that you can't quite explain. And finally, I reached a point where I was ready to invest in myself. I got over the critical voice in my head saying, who the hell are you to develop spiritual abilities? And I took a leap of faith and signed up for a mediumship development class. It was everything I wanted and more. I looked forward to each class. I don't even know why I signed up for that particular class. There's no way I would have ever called myself a medium back then. My teacher at the time, She even had me write lines. Like, you ever get in trouble at school where you have to write lines on the board? Or is that aging me? I don't know. But she she had me write, I am a medium, a hundred times. I still don't consider myself an incredible medium. There are other things that are more my jam. But at least I can say it now that I am a medium. Throughout this class, Reiki kept coming up. Not necessarily with the teacher, but you know, other students I would talk to and people would talk about Reiki and throughout this whole time, I would hear about Reiki on the radio. I would hear strangers talking about it. I had flashbacks to the lesbian clown Reiki women I had met as a kid. (laughs) I really was starting to see that it was calling me. And did I listen right away? Nope. I'm, I'm reminded of a meme that circles the internet, like saying, thanks universe for the sign, but I wanted a more signier sign. I don't know if anybody's seen that one. I've shared it probably more than once. So I would journal about the calling. I would talk to people about wanting to try Reiki. And I'm talking, this would go on for months and months. Then one day I said to myself, okay, I really should get Reiki myself. I asked the universe to please help me with that. Like, I can't become a Reiki practitioner. I have to start somewhere. In other words, I got really clear and specific, which is really how to manifest. I asked the universe literally out loud, like, please make this happen for me. And the very next day, I was picking up my son from school. It was a bright, beautiful, sunny day with lots of people outside. My kids wanted to play on the playground. My son's teacher was chatting with a few people outside and he was in kindergarten at the time. So I didn't really know a lot of people there. I was a ways away standing with the sun on my face, just really taking in the moment. And I heard the teacher 
talking to these people and she she's not quiet she has a loud voice and she sang out a sentence as a part of her conversation I just heard lay your hands on me <laughs> I was like oh that kind of reminds me of Reiki I thought and I walked over like got closer to the group and I asked her what were you singing it reminded me of something and I kid you not She said, oh, my friend just started doing Reiki and she was practicing on me and I was talking about that. I said, oh my gosh, I'm so interested in Reiki. I've been wanting to try it out. And she said, okay, here's her number. Her name's Anna. She's looking for people to practice on. Uh, Give her a call. I'll let her know you're calling. I was just on a high. As I left the school that day, I was lit up. Like I was beaming. In only the way that I beam when I feel 100% in my bones that the universe has my back. I hope you all know what that feels like. I hope you know what I'm talking about. I called the woman, Anna, and the next day I saw her for Reiki. Boom. The seed that was planted all those years ago was growing. And just as a side note, now I consider that teacher and the moms that she was chatting with, all dear friends. So the universe provided in more ways than one that day. Oh, I just got goosebumps saying that. Oh, I'm seeing this. As I, as I say this story out loud, I'm seeing it in a, in a different way. It's like journaling out loud. <laughs> um, so yeah, I knew after receiving Reiki that day that I had to take the course for myself. Like I just knew and... Unfortunately, I'm a cheap bitch. (laughs) Excuse my language. I tend to wait on things for a long time before uh, purchasing them or pulling the trigger, so to speak. I have to really want it, which is a bit of my personality, but a bit of financial mindset conditioning that I'm actually still working through. The signs kept coming fast and furious. I was starting another course for my psychic development. And on the first day I met Sierra, she's now a dear friend. And uh, one of the things that she said to me in the first few sentences was, oh, I'm getting my Reiki level three next week. I'm so excited. Well, that was it. Okay, universe, I hear you. I hear you. Thank you. I reached out to her Reiki teacher uh, and she didn't have a level one planned or planned for any time soon. She just wasn't doing it. And at this point, I had like almost a frantic energy about it. Like, must learn Reiki now. I had slept on it for so long. So, you know, it was like my higher self hitting me over the head with it now, by now. The signs were just, I I felt like if I didn't do it, something bad was going to (laughs) happen. So I did a quick search on, on teachers in my area, and this was mid-2020. So not exactly a time when a lot of people were holding classes in their home, if you know what I mean. And I found a woman online named Susan, and we chatted over Facebook, and I, I realized, oh, she's a student of my psychic mediumship teacher, Melissa White, also who I was taking the development class from. And she told me she didn't have any Reiki classes planned. And I said, oh, okay, that's too bad. She said, you know, if you can get enough people together, I'll hold a class. I said, okay. And within 15 minutes, 15 minutes, I had four ladies confirm and pay the deposit for Susan's Reiki One class that just 
manifested before my eyes. So that's what happens when when you're moving towards soul alignment. It, it really is. There was so much energy, so much energetic momentum behind this that as soon as I finally decided to invest in myself and, and take the course, the universe just kind of made it happen in less time than it takes me to walk my dog like so fast. The law of attraction is real, guys, and manifestation is happening all the time. It really is amazing. That's kind of a whole nother show, though. But I took level one with Susan, and it was literally all a remembering. Like, I had done this before. Not in this life, but many lives before. I had this knowledge. You know, I just had to be reminded of it. And it was such an incredible feeling. Like, I I, I cried actual tears over it. And I'm not even that big of a crier, even though I've probably cried on this show more than once. But hey, when something feels right like that and it resonates, it's really a soul alignment situation. And I took level two with Susan with the same group of ladies that I had gathered for level one. It was beautiful. After level two, I was all about practice. Level one is about self-healing and learning the basics. And level two is about working on others. So I was kind of like into getting my 10,000 hours, so to speak. So Susan offered level three and the other ladies took it, but I didn't feel right about it yet. I wasn't ready to proceed with that yet. I just continued to practice. I did start to take paid clients for a small fee. But I wasn't in a rush. I was really enjoying the time after level two to really give it my all. And uh, then one day I was with my friends, Sierra and Nasa. Uh, we were just shooting the shit. And Nasa said, oh, I signed up for level three with Carrie. Oh, this is it. I thought Carrie had taught both of these friends all of the levels. And uh, she was the teacher that I had originally reached out to. I, I really, you know, was drawn to her energy. I... I liked what I what I heard about her. So I messaged her that night and it said, rumor has it you're doing level three. Do you have space? Sure enough, she did. And November last year, I completed my Reiki level three. And I really, I wear it like a badge of honor. Like I love Reiki. I know I was meant to do this energy work. And I, I felt a sense of home when I learned about Reiki. And I have the most incredible experiences doing Reiki for people. Yes, sometimes I do get messages that come through for people, but for the most part, I just really love to feel the universal life force energy run through me. And I love to learn how to work with it and and bring healing to people's lives on different levels. Reiki affects all areas of one's energetic field, from physical body to etheric body and all layers of the aura in between. And... And every person's different. Everyone has different energy. Getting a sense of how to read that, it's just, it's freaking rad. And not only does every person have different energy, but our energy is always shifting and changing. So a person could come like 50 times and each time would be different. And really the reason I told you guys that story is to show that your interests are for a reason. It was... One of those things I was ignoring for a long time until finally I invested in myself and honored that interest of mine. And when I did take that leap of faith, the universe supported me big time. So when you have deep interests in something, it's okay to leap. Things will come up like imposter syndrome. 
not feeling good enough or expert enough, the ego will come out and try to make you stand still because change is a threat to ego. And honestly, I feel the bigger callings, the more stuff comes out because it's almost like a test. Like, will you trust the universe? Will you trust your soul's voice? We do put these things in our life contracts before we come here to this life. And what I feel and what I know to be true in my heart is that if we ignore our interests and our callings time and time again, then guess what? In the next life, the same sort of lesson's going to come up. A soul will look back on their life and see, oh man, I never acted on that. I stayed small. I stayed scared. I didn't expand and grow into those interests. And so they bring the lesson into the next life. And it won't look exactly the same. You'll be in a different life altogether, a different body, but it's the same lesson. And that's why we end up with so many lives. Most of us live so many lives. It takes a long time to master certain lessons. (laughs) But I'm getting sidetracked. Let's bring it back to Reiki. Okay. Reiki and energy. I try to incorporate science into the show from time to time. I love science. The nature of science is to question things constantly. And really, that's how I am for the most part. As a seeker of truth and universal resonance, I question things a lot. I don't like to take things for face value or for what somebody tells me. I have to get there on my own. I've been that way for as long as I can remember. And even if it's something I know I'm not going to spend a lot of time researching, at the very minimum, I do tune in myself, use my own intuition to discern. Does this person or this article or group, what are they saying to me? Does it make sense? Does it ring true or resonate? But when I, when I have a deep interest, though, I do read what scientists have to say about it. With science always testing and questioning and improving on, on ideas, it's natural for a person like me, I'm sure a lot of you uh, who are always seeking, to lean on science when it comes to topics we love. But therein lies the problem. Topics I love to think about are often not something that is widely studied. Sad to say, but true. Sometimes it takes a little digging and I do find things, but for the most part, there's a lot to be desired with research in things like energy work and other topics that people call woo-woo. It's partly to do with the world we live in revolving around money and economy. Money talks and the intellectual crowd and the people who fund their research, don't want to be mocked by their peers and their loved ones by supporting research in something that is like, say, Reiki, that they might not necessarily get the answers on, or they might be looked down upon by, you know, people who have certain ideas or doctrine or dogma in mind. Scientists need money to carry out their research and their studies, and They come from grants and private funding, so they are often bound by the limits that the rich put on them. And they often find themselves studying things that will ultimately make the rich richer. So if you ask me, the really neat stuff to study is the metaphysical. In the modern philosophical terminology, metaphysics refers to the study of what cannot be reached through objective studies of material reality. (laughs) I use the word woo-woo kind of interchangeably in that way. 
woo woo gets a bad rap, but it's fun. It's a fun word and I'm taking it back. <laughs> now I don't have millions and billions to invest. So I settle for what research I find on my own. Maybe in the next life, I'll be a rich scientist who studies this stuff. <laughs> a girl can dream, right? But that was kind of my long winded way of saying, I do like to bring science to the show <laughs> and we're talking Reiki and energy work today. So I want to share what the NIH has to say about human energetic fields as they call it HEF from the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health. And I'll put the link in my comments that I found that describes the human energy field. So, and I'll quote, the HEF is defined as a luminous field of energy that comprises a person, extends beyond the physical body, and is in a continuous mutual process with the environmental energy field. It is a vital energy that is continuous, whole, and recognized by its unique patterns. It is dynamic, creative, non-linear, unpredictable, and flows in lower and higher frequencies. The balanced HEF is characterized by flow, rhythm, symmetry, and gentle vibration. Hmm, I like that. It's really wordy and as clinical and logical as can be, yet acknowledging that humans have energy around them and it's unique to each person. Really amazing stuff. I hope scientists start studying more of the woo-woo, but that's the kind of clinical analytical part of the show for you folks who value logic. Please feel free to send me any information that pertains to science and auras. I am here for it. So as humans, we all have an energetic field. Our bodies are in the field. They're not separate. Though they can separate for a small time, it's, it's for the most part, our energy field and our bodies are connected until death. And there's all kinds of things that can affect our field. And sometimes we feel off because of it. We don't quite know exactly what's going on, but we feel off. That's when I suggest Reiki for people. If we don't practice good energy hygiene, our fields can get quite bogged down, vibrating very slowly. And it takes an awareness, intention, and energy clearing to get better. So what is energetic hygiene? It's just like it sounds, like oral hygiene. You brush your teeth, you floss, you make that a good practice. Energetic hygiene is the same thing. When I first started self-healing using Reiki, which is what level one is all about, I realized just how different I can feel when doing regular energy clearing. I wish Reiki level one was something everyone learned in school. It's, it's incredible. Okay, so what is Reiki? It's, it was developed by Mikao Usui, a Japanese Buddhist in 1922. And the word can be broken down into two meanings. Rei means God's wisdom or higher power and Ki is the life force energy. So when combined, Reiki is mm, loosely translated as spiritually guided life force energy. Usually what Reiki looks like is a person lying on a massage table with the Reiki practitioner directing life force energy to different energy centers. Sometimes touch is involved, but it doesn't have to be. And for the most part, the person giving Reiki has their hands in the auric field above the body. 
when learning Reiki, there are rituals involved in becoming a practitioner. Um, there's a process called attunement when learning Reiki. It's when the Reiki master opens energy channels in the person's body, uh, getting them ready to be a channel for the universal life force energy. And uh, there are attunements for each level, one, two, and three, one being about self-healing, level two about healing others, and level three about teaching others to heal. That's a brief synopsis of what it is. If you're interested, there's a lot of history to it. I encourage you to read about it. There's so many books, like millions of books out there. And while the universal life force energy is the same, people do include different things in their Reiki practice. And I don't think there's any two that are the the same. So go with who resonates. Some add other healing modalities to it. Some use crystals. Some use sound healing. Some use smoke cleansing along with their Reiki. And some just go bare bones, just Reiki alone. Uh, There's no two practitioners that are like, go with who resonates. I can't stress that enough. Before I go, I do want to give a few of the benefits of Reiki, okay? It promotes harmony and balance. That's number one. And it creates deep relaxation and helps the body to release stress and tension. It dissolves energy blocks and promotes natural balance between mind, body, spirit. And it can assist the body in cleansing itself from toxins and support the immune system. It helps spiritual growth and emotional cleansing. And it clears the mind and improves focus. And you get to feel more grounded and centered. It can aid in better sleep. It can accelerate the body's self-healing abilities as you start to return to your natural state. Um, And it can help relieve pain and support the physical body in healing. That is not an extensive list, of course. That's just off the top of my head. And there's so much more. I'd love to hear about your Reiki experiences. Check out the Facebook group. Uh, spirit talk a soul tribe i'll put the link in the comments or in the show notes for that i hope you all have a great day and i hope you enjoyed that show today friends that is it for me today have a good one and until we meet again friends 